Okay, are we ready? Hello, listeners. Welcome to Seize the Day, a podcast from the Duke University Marine Lab. I'm Lisa Campbell, a faculty member at the Marine Lab and part of our podcast team. Our first full episode will air next week, but we're launching today with this preview. We want to provide listeners with information about the Duke Marine Lab, about who we are and why we're launching a podcast. And hopefully this will give our listeners an idea about what to expect. Welcome to Seize the Day. Janelle, do you want to start with an introduction to the Marine Lab? Sure. My name is Janelle Miller, and I have an amazing job having been the librarian at the Marine Lab for 12 years now. The Marine Lab's located in Beaufort, North Carolina. The lab's history as a place of research and study began in the 1930s, when Dr. A.S. Pierce and colleagues from Duke University traveled to this ideal location for summer field studies on marine life. The university built a permanent installation here in 1938. Today, the Marine Laboratory is a self-contained satellite campus of Duke University and a division of the Nicholas School of the Environment, operating year-round as an academic research and training facility, supporting residential undergraduate, graduate, and professional students in their academic coursework and fieldwork. It's really like a mini campus. Can you tell us something about Beaufort? Sure. Um, Across the creek from the Marine Lab is Beaufort, a charming coastal town with a long history. It's the state's third oldest town incorporated in 1723. In its early years, fishing was its primary industry. Today, there is still fishing, but Beaufort is now a popular tourist destination, protected to the southwest by a small complex of barrier islands and estuaries named after the environmentalist Rachel Carson. Cape Lookout National Seashore is a short ferry ride away. Beaufort is a really great place to live, but I do think that our location in Beaufort, which is three and a half hours away from Duke's main campus in Durham, leads nicely into some of our motives for doing a podcast in the first place. Steph, do you want to go next as a communications person on the team? Sure. Okay. Uh, Hey there, I'm Stephanie Hillsgrove. I'm the assistant to the director as well as communications and development coordinator at the Duke University Marine Lab. When we started conversations last fall about a Marine Lab podcast, I was 100% on board, like all in. I really enjoy listening to podcasts, and I was super excited about being part of this new venture. We've just begun, and so far it's been awesome. I think we make a really great team, and I can't wait to see where this goes. From a communication standpoint, podcasts fill a unique space. They are a form of storytelling that doesn't require a supporting book or screen, and this means that podcasts can easily fit into our daily lives. They're unobtrusive and can serve as a sole companion during a commute or an exercise or a shared entertainment with your family and friends. And then sometimes they just simply fill the space. Yeah, I got addicted to podcasts when I was research assistant doing photo ID, a task that is very visual and pretty repetitive. So podcasts kept it interesting and allowed me to learn a lot while working on something else. They filled the space for sure. (laughs) Right. Like, I'd like to see us tell some stories about the research and not just the research, but the stories behind the research beyond what the listener sees on the web or reads in a journal. I hope the podcast will provide a more in-depth glimpse of who we are as a research community, what we do and why we do it. So my message to listeners, as you follow and listen to our podcast, Seize the Day, you'll find we're a close-knit bunch who are very passionate about our surrounding coastal marine environments and the communities that we live in. And there's a lot that goes on here at the Marine Lab. 
We have a really great faculty and there's a number of opportunities for students to engage with the Marine Lab, including for our PhD students. I guess I can say something about that. Well, you're up. <laughs> All right, I am Rafaela Lobo. I'm from Brazil. I'm a PhD student at the lab and Lisa's my advisor. So ever since my first year, I would hear Lisa talk about how she wanted to launch a podcast and I always thought that was a really cool idea. So when I took her conservation development class, which I'm sure she'll talk more about, I had to go through the process of making a podcast episode and I was even more like, that's it, let's do this, that was so much fun. And then like all the PhD students have jobs to enhance our program and the lab. And some of the students pitched the idea to make the podcast coordinator an actual PhD job. And I basically lobbied for it. So here I am. Science communication skills are so important. It's such a hot topic right now. So I thought what a great opportunity to develop some of those skills while actually having fun. And an idea that got me hooked really early on was to develop a series to sort of demystify the PhD life and you know, focus on our students, what they're going through, all while pursuing a doctorate degree. But before I say more about the PhD series, Lisa, do you wanna say something more about your motives as well? Yeah, I do. So as you said, I started experimenting with podcasts in my teaching, and I asked students to produce podcasts for a final assignment rather than a typical term paper. And honestly, I just found that after almost 20 years of teaching, I just couldn't ask students to write another term paper that would be read only by me and them and maybe some enthusiastic parents. So for the past two years, students in my conservation and development class have produced podcasts and I've really been amazed and overwhelmed with what they were able to accomplish. So I really wanted to publish those class podcasts, but I also realized there might be wider interest in podcasting at the Marine Lab. I also thought it might be more efficient to try and coordinate those interests. And really, I knew that no one person could produce the definitive Marine Lab podcast. We all have such diverse research interests at the lab. We have faculty from across the physical and biological sciences, social sciences, and engineering. We have people who study some of the largest animals in the ocean and those who study some of the smallest microbes. And we have people who study people. I really felt like if the lab was going to do a podcast, it would need to reflect all of our diverse interests. So here we are, seize the day. Seize the Day is probably best described as an umbrella podcast. Within it, we'll feature different series. Lisa just mentioned the Conservation and Development series. And in the coming months, we'll share student-produced podcasts on plastic pollution in oceans, the International Whaling Commission, artificial islands, and seafood production, to name just a few. It's a diverse set of topics, but they all share an interest in the conflicts and synergies that arise among our societal goals for improving the well-being of people on one hand while conserving the environment on the other. Next week, Seize the Day will feature the first episode of PhD, a series that seeks to demystify the PhD experience. And we're starting with something very contemporary. I talked to some current PhD students about the impacts of COVID-19 on their research and lives as PhD students more generally. Let's take a quick listen. What it means to grieve completely changed. I mean, this means even I have a legal status while being inside of the country if I leave, 
I could not come back. But I really think this ingrained in me a sense of science and how being from a city that has been so impacted by this virus and then living in a place where people don't wear masks and I feel like... Like all of that free work goes out the window. As you may have been able to guess from this little teaser, I talked to students about how COVID-19 has affected their mental health and their PhD progress, and we focused on two cases where it interfered with their field work and data collection. You hear about some panic moments, but also beautiful messages of adaptation and resilience. So be sure to come back next week for more. Looking forward to hearing that. I've been thinking about another possible series from a science communication perspective. I'm interested in doing some profiles on faculty and their research programs. You know, the stories behind the research. We've also talked about a series called Lab Notes that could serve as a catch-all for one-off podcasts. Say an undergraduate is here for a semester and wants to make a podcast related to that experience, or a former student wants to be a guest podcaster. It would all be part of a Lab Notes series. Okay, well, we've got lots of ideas, but we are getting ahead of ourselves. Let's just get through next week, shall we? Yes, yeah, sounds good. We'll update listeners on new series as they emerge, and we'll describe them on our website. You can find us on the web at sites nicholas.duke.edu slash seize the day. I know it's long, so we'll say it again. Sites.nicholas.duke.edu slash seize the day. And I should clarify that we mean seize, the noun referring to bodies of water, rather than seize, the verb as in to grab. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at seize the day pod. This introduction was written and produced by us, the podcast team of Lisa Campbell, Stephanie Hillsgrove, Hafa Lobo, and Janelle Miller. Hafa Lobo edited the podcast. Jeff Pretty provided technical support. Our theme music was written and recorded by Joe Morton, and our art was designed by Stephanie Hillsgrove. Thanks for tuning in to Seize the Day.